Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is an alien mutant, Perry! <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about Ariel. Do you have any idea who we're... I'm going to murder you. I know. I'm sorry. I apologize. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for having me back on, Jesse. <laughs> Hi. I'm regretting it like very much so now. This is um, not the first time that you've regretted having me back on your show. So <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to try to keep up with tradition and uh, <laughs> yeah. continue that trend. Yeah. But today we are going to be talking about a, a little character called Ariel. I don't know anything about Ariel. Well, uh, apparently you haven't read a little story called Fallen Angels, because we're going to be covering a lot of Fallen Angels characters. Um, But what do you think Ariel is? Well, considering you said alien mutant, I don't know. Um, Tentacles? This is the 80s, too, late 80s. So what, like, over-sexualized female? As well, blue skin maybe. I don't know, red haired, no. red hair to match it. No, okay, that's fair. No, I mean they they just they look like a. I don't think over sexualized or anything, but they you know okay. they look they look glamorous. Yeah, okay. I mean that's that's a pretty much in line with a. I I think if I really put my mind to it, I mean she kind of looks starfiery. Yeah, yeah. Um, she uh. There'll be a picture on uh, at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram if you want to see the picture of the people we are talking about. Yes. Um. So, but yeah. So, so her name is Ariel. Guess what her real name is? I uh, Ariel. A- Ariel. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. First exactly. try. So, uh, where's the, where's the first name? try sound bit on your uh, on your soundboard? Oh. I don't. I don't have it. It's. It's. Uh. It's this. Hey, Lopez, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Okay. So, uh, her occupation is thief and adventurer, aka homeless. Actually, I think that's actually true. She is actually homeless. Um. Uh. She. The general population isn't aware that is unaware that she's an alien. Okay. Uh, She's a citizen of a planet known as Coconut Grove, with no known criminal record there. Uh, no other aliases. She was born in Coconut Grove. She's single. Um, her known relatives is Ariel, ancestor, presumed deceased. Well, according to this in uh, Fallen Angels issue number one, uh, first series, but she actually first appeared officially in the marvel age in the mar in marvel age issue number 40 uh, gotcha eight which was the like the news which was basically like hey here's the upcoming stuff that's what she first appeared in technically gotcha it was eight 
it, I mean, technically it was comic stuff, so I guess it mattered, <laughs> you know. But but yeah, that's when she technically first appeared. Um, now if I go by her actual first appearance, though, I mean, I mean that's her actual first appearance. But if we go by the uh, Fallen Angels first appearance, um, it's a pretty it's a pretty good uh pretty good cover. I'm gonna get that sent over to you real quick, please. But it's a pretty good cover. It's uh, kind of what you would expect from this era of mm-hmm. um, uh, X-Men related stuff as uh, for the cover. So yeah. good cover. I really like this cover, actually. Yeah, it's very good. It has a like a it has like a uh, like a salmon to like a pink gradient on the back, which mm-hmm. is like real just mm, real 80s. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I did not say when this came out. It was in April 1987. Right. Probably came out right after they actually did the first round <laughs> of Marvel uh the oh hot mo. Um but we have the uh we have the new mutants uh all on the cover. We have Sunspot standing over uh a fallen over uh best boy Cannonball who oh. as everyone knows is the uh one of the only uh, well-known heroes from Kentucky so we both have to stand him. I I am a huge stan for for Cannonball. But he's also really good. He's also he's a, a great very, character. He's such a great character. If if he if he came out and and he was just, you know, a a a character that Marvel was trying to use to make fun of Kentucky with, I like I would I would be really frustrated about it. But really Cannonball I, when when people say who's your favorite X-Men? That's Cannibal's it's Cannibal. Up there. <laughs> for Cannibal, me, it's Cannibal. Cannibal is like, well, for me, for me, it's it's uh, it's Warlock because I like well, Warlock that's a lot. But that's but fair. yeah, um, but uh, but yeah, Cannibal is like up there. Um, yeah. Sunspot's also up there, who is standing above a fallen uh, good boy. Yes, and then we have the rest of the people. Uh, so we have uh, Karma, uh, Wolfsbane, Ileana, Magma, Cipher, and Warlock. Yes. Uh, all just in the background running towards the fallen thing and and it this this gives you a little bit of uh, a hint uh, because the cover copy also great great cover copy one moment of anger and their lives are changed forever and uh and you see sunspot with his Kirby crackle sunspot powers yeah just like looking real angry in silhouettes just like i'm a mean boy <laughs> And this was pretty much like right after like the Fall of Mutants and stuff as right. well. Right. Which, by the way, I said this before, a lot of characters from Fall of Mutants are going to show up. <laughs> um, uh, so, unsurprisingly, so. But Fallen Angels, actually, you know what? I I lied. Warlock isn't my favorite X Men. It's Boom Boom. It has. It's, mm, <laughs> it's Boom Boom. I can't lie. <laughs> How boom, dare you even consider I'm, it to be anybody else other than Boom Boom? How can I? Boom Boom's the best. I love Boom Boom. Um, now, we'll know more about Boom Boom and the Bees. Oh. Because it's literally B. B is yeah, uh-huh. first thing. Is, yeah, that, yeah. is that where it is? Okay. All right. Yeah, Fair you, know, you know. Uh, <laughs> is that how the alphabet works? Yeah, that's how the alphabet works. A <laughs> comes before B, and then, you know, stuff with B in the front also falls <laughs> under that. Um, but yeah, so, yeah, that's when they first appeared, I guess, like in a story instead sure. of just in a so like hey this is this is a new character 
Ariel is an extraterrestrial uh, native to a world known as the Coconut Grove, home of culture devoted to the pursuit of pleasure. William Shakespeare based the character Ariel in this play, The Tempest, on one of her relatives, who is also named Ariel. Wow. Ariel's race reached an evolutionary standstill. No mutations had occurred in her race for millions of years. Seeking a mean to advance the race's evolution, the leader of Coconut Grove assigned Ariel to go to Earth, a world where superhuman mutants are appearing in great abundance, and bring a number of them back to the home world and hope that the factor in their body enabling them to mutate would could be extracted. Oh, okay. I was I was about to say so they can. Because <laughs> uh, <but no. laughs> that's how you extract it. They can go that's to bone town. <laughs> that's how you get the. That's how you get the mutation, job. You know, do some pushing and shoving. Good stuff. Like that. But you know, um, on on Earth, Ariel encountered the mutant criminal known as the Vanisher and joined his group of adolescents who worked for him as thieves. Eventually, this group became the team of young superhuman mutants uh, known as the Fallen Angels. Using her ability to bend space, she teleported the Fallen Angels to a distant world where they encountered Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy. Again, through the same use of Errol's powers, the Fallen Angels returned to Earth, joined by Devil Dinosaur and Moon Boy as new recruits to the team. Finally, Ariel transported the Fallen Angels to her home planet where they were captured. Ariel was upset. However, one of the Fallen Angels, Chance, who became her friend, was also made uh, a prisoner. <clears throat> then, Ariel was taken captive, as well as being identified as a mutant with the power that within her race only she possessed. This power was to influence minds and compel others to do what she told them. After the fallen angels escaped uh, captivity, Ariel used her powers to compel Unipar, the leader of Coconut Grove, to let them return to Earth. Having changed her loyalties, Ariel accompanied the fallen angels to Earth and continues to be a member of the team. Now, um, she is... And so she I guess everyone in her planet knows how to teleport. <laughs> Sound sounds about right. Yeah, and yeah, she has one of those creepy powers. No, one of those bad powers that you shouldn't give to people. Oh no. Because yeah. Oh no. Which which is to influence people. <laughs> oh good. You, you don't want that. No, that that takes away consent, and consent is is key. It's important. Um But I mean they weren't thinking about that in the eighties. I mean, just watch almost all the movies they made. <laughs> well, uh, she's five five, weighs uh, three thirty. She has purple eyes. Three hundred and thirty oh. pounds. Sorry, sorry, one thirty, <laughs> one thirty. I said three thirty, one thirty. I was like, I'm, I'm looking at a picture of her, and I was like, there is no way that she. She unless, could be real dense. Uh, apparently, dense. that is that is true, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she weighs one thirty. Has purple eyes with cut with an uh, opaque membrane. Uh, white and pink hair, and she has like the equivalent of a normal human strength of an Earth woman who engages in no regular exercise. And uh, so she can like so basically all of her people 
can like create like warp space warps connecting two points. Um, there's no like known range. And, uh, so she can go like travel over interstellar stellar distances from one planet to another, the distance, uh, solar systems, but she needs like an actual doorway to do it. So like if she was in the middle of the desert, she couldn't do it. She'd have to build a door. Uh, because basically she needs like a focal point and then, then she would step through another doorway on another, uh, on the other side. So basically monster ink technology, <laughs> you know, she's the Mike Wazowski of, uh, or excuse me, the Sully of, uh, the X-Men. Uh, and she also is a sole mutant member of her race, possessing mutant ability to cause, People by through psionic means to believe what she says or to do what she tells them, uh, if they would voluntarily or not. So again, uh, you know, the idea of consent wasn't a thing, apparently. Sounds about right. Yep. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that was kind of a quick one. Yeah, well, I mean, we have a longer one. Oh, Next. we usually we do. Quick one. Well, uh, but yeah, so... I mean, she doesn't show up in a lot more. Like, she shows up a little bit later, but... Yeah. Um, Is she still dead? <laughs> that's not this... That's not this one. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I mean, she showed up in the... I mean, yeah, she shows up in, uh, like, here and there. It's not a lot. Um, There's a lot of reprints that I'm seeing here as well. But, uh, but yeah, she shows up here and there. Um, I have a feeling she's probably somewhere on Krakoa right now, just wandering around and like, they'll probably be like, Hey, she exists. And then she'll be a character <laughs> that people talk about. Like, I mean, Krakoa is like, I, like, you know, they do a lot of good cameos and stuff and makes like smaller characters, like, you know, bigger characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, uh, I, uh, like I boy. Like, he's going to be a main character in the new X-Factor. Which is cool. Because, like, it's just, he's just a guy with a lot of eyes. <laughs> and he's just going to be, like, in the X-Factor. It's written by Leia Williams, which is, like, who is amazing. Would you rather be made of up of a million different eyes or one giant eye? I mean, like, I mean, I, I much like Jason Aaron, I love the orbs, so <laughs> I have to. I have to be one giant eye. <laughs> Um, sorry, but, sorry, yeah. sidetrack. <laughs> but but yeah, it's uh, yeah, but she's kind of around here and there. Yeah, she seems to pop up in events here and there, but not really a lot. Sure. Um, so I think we're pretty much done so with that's this. It. Uh, wow. Do you have Do you have anything else to say? Um, I have to say thank you for letting me come back on the show for the first time I mean, in a while. I mean, I mean, I, there's a reason why I guess I take a long breaks. Apparently. <laughs> I forget. I just forget. I'm just like, you well, forget you know why what? We... <laughs> I forget. I'm just like, you know, Hey, I'm usually very cordial. There was just that one week where you kept giving me the, the worst I characters. Don't know. You normally say something that makes me regret it. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. No, I thank you for letting me come back on. I also host a podcast. It's called This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Uh, we just talk about bourbon and the community, and we have a good time. So if you want to check that out, please do. At My Bourbon Pod is where you can find us on social media. Yeah, so my name's Jesse. I have another podcast called Turn to Page, where I read a Choose Your Own Adventure book podcast with my friend Rob, mostly. 
and uh, you know, we goof on them. Uh, if you want to see the pictures and stuff that we do, we do have a Twitter and Instagram at Alphabet Flight. Very conveniently, if you just look up the title, you know exactly how to spell it. <laughs> wow. Um, also, I should have a link in the should. description if you're. Yeah. No, I do have a link. I okay. know I do. <laughs> um, um, I also have a. I also have a Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash alphabetflight, uh, which will also be linked in the description. If you want to, you know, throw me a dollar or two, you know? Do it. I'm going to be hitting close to 600 episodes, and I've only taken, like, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Contra protect you through all your night's travels. Good night. <laughs>